0: Hey, what's up everybody? Pat Flynn here and welcome to episode 64 of Ask Pat. As always, I'm just so happy to be here to help you by answering your online business, blogging, podcasting, entrepreneurship questions, all those sorts of things, five days a week for you. And today I want to thank FreshBooks for sponsoring this episode. If you don't know what FreshBooks is... You're missing out because with FreshBooks, you can, on the cloud, on any device, track and manage all of your expenses. You can create professional-looking invoices, track your time, get real-time business reports with just a couple of clicks, and seriously, if you go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How'd You Hear About It section, you can try. The Ask Pat listeners can try FreshBooks for free for 30 days, so check it out, getfreshbooks.com, enter Ask Pat. Now, today's question comes from Steve, and it's about, iphone apps or applications on mobile devices so let's hear from steve hey pat it's steve p young from the mobile app chat podcast and i see that you're generating a four digit income just on mobile apps and i wanted to know how you come up with the different app ideas and how you go about marketing the apps love the podcast keep doing what you're doing Steve, hey, what's up? Thank you so much for the question. You know, I love talking about mobile apps because it's a really interesting part of my business. It makes up a really interesting sort of segment of my passive income portfolio. And since 2009, my business partner and I, the business partner I have, just specifically for the iPhone app uh, company that that we have, um, we've been making, but you know, up to five figures a month at you know back in the early days with the iPhone app company. As you mentioned, now I'm generating anywhere between. You know, fifteen hundred and four thousand dollars, depending on the season and depending on apps that come out and things like that. And like I said, it's a really interesting part of the business. And right now, it's a lot harder to get into the app business than it was before when we got in in two thousand nine. Well, how did it, how do we come up with our ideas? Well. Our ideas were influenced by a lot of the success stories we heard at that time. Specifically, there was a guy named Joel Com. A lot of you might know him. He's big in the online and authorship space. He also has a uh, an app that many of you may have heard of called iFart. And this was an app that made headlines back in the uh, late 2008, early 2009 era, when he he was like one of the first people to talk publicly about how the app was going and how many sales it was making, and it was making incredible sales. I mean, he he was making twenty, thirty thousand dollars a day, I believe, on this ninety nine cent farting application. And my buddy and I, when we heard this, we were like, "Wow, why can't we do something like this?" And not like a fart app, but why can't we create an app just? come up with silly ideas and see how they go and of course my buddy and i we weren't programmers i mean my friend was a computer engineer but we didn't know c++ or whatever the i don't even know what the programming language is for for iphone apps so we actually outsourced our ideas so we got on elance and we found a developer there who built iphone apps for us and now i will say that our first experience was terrible we were so excited to get started that we ended up hiring the lowest bidder just because we didn't have very much money at the time and we wanted to get started right away. And that app that we had created, which ended up, you know, we want, you know, we were told it was going to take maybe six weeks to complete. Well, it took about six months to complete and a lot more money. And uh, that was a huge learning lesson for myself and my business partner at that point. So we found some developers later that we were, you know, we trusted and we messaged and we talked to before we actually hired them. And so. Those went really well, but as far as all of our ideas and where they come from, I will say that for the app business that we have specifically, I mean, when you think about the name of it, it's Loler apps, so L O L E R apps, laugh out louder, laugh out louder apps. And again, like I said, we were very inspired by Joel and his app. So all of our apps are sort of silly apps, and some of our best performing apps, just so you know, um, one of them, you take a picture of a person and then a picture of a second person. And it sort of splices those two people together to make a really silly, ugly looking baby. That one's called Baby Maker. And then we have another one um, that actually did really well. And this one was a free app actually that did really well. It was making seventy to a hundred dollars a day. And it was it cost five hundred dollars to build. And it was a really silly idea. It was basically a traffic light changer. And the idea was that you could point your phone to a traffic light when it was red and push a button and there'd be like a little animation and things that happen and then all of a sudden the light would turn green. And you know what? 50% of the time it works because it just happens randomly or you could sort of time it and, and fool your friends. The best part about that app was Actually, the comments, because there were so many comments in iTunes um, that were like, this doesn't work. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, how could an iPhone actually do this? Like, this is crazy. And other people saying, wow, this totally worked. Like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. This is the best technology I've ever seen. Um, But anyway, again, it was just a silly app. And it it even said in the description for entertainment purposes only. Um, So, you know, our ideas just come from our own just whatever inspires us at that time for this specific niche, for the entertainment niche. That's where they come from, just whatever seems to be silly and interesting at the time that we we just have somebody build it. And luckily, these apps don't cost too much to build. Now, I will say we haven't launched an app in a while because the entertainment app area is getting way saturated. It's hard to come up with these silly ideas and actually have them stick because so many people are doing that now. I will say that the best apps that you can create now come from providing a specific solution for a specific market. Uh, a good example of this is actually showcased on the Smart Passive Income podcast in episode 39. So if you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 39, you'll hear a story about a guy named Mike Dunin. Him and his wife created apps to help kids with speech therapy. His wife is a speech therapist. And their app, Milo, uh, is the sort of mouse that uh, is the character with these sort of lines of applications. Speech with Milo, I think, is the name of those apps. Uh, They are making like five figures a month. A very narrow niche, smaller amount of people who would be interested as opposed to something entertainment-wise that could appeal potentially to everybody. But because it's so... More narrow focused, and it does provide a huge solution for people um, in desperate need for help. It's it's done really well, and so that's where I would recommend. I would I would actually get inspiration and ideas for apps from your target. Audience, or do research in a particular market and see exactly how you can create an app for them. Another episode of the Smart Passive Income Podcast that might be interesting to listen to is episode number forty-six with Dane Maxwell. He talks about specific strategies to do research and find out, um, you know, a particular market that might have a very, very awful pain that you could provide a solution for. And many of those solutions come with apps and mobile apps and iPad apps. Uh, so for instance, he tells a story about how a guy, one of his students, went through the process of discovering that building inspectors just had a huge pain with having to write everything down and then take pictures and put them into an Excel file and do all this like stuff in order to do their job. Well, he was able to provide a solution with an iPad app after talking to several of them and actually having them help build the app that is perfect for them, um, he had paying clients of this app before it was even made. He was able to create an iPad app that just did everything for these building inspectors. So a building inspector could take their iPad and write all the notes and take all the pictures they need in just one spot and have it print out the perfect report that they needed, with saving a ton of time and a lot of money. Well, of course these people are going to pay for it, and they would have they you know they would pay potentially a monthly fee and up to, you know, 100 bucks a month to do something like that as opposed to a 99 cent application. So anyway, those are just some inspiration. Uh, that's just some inspiration for you to think of different ways to get ideas for your applications. The best thing to do is provide a solution for a niche that has a problem. That's what I would do. So that podcast episode is smartpassiveincome.com slash session 46 with Dane Maxwell. I highly recommend that so Steve I hope that answers your question on sort of where I get and my business partner and I got the ideas for our, some some of our applications um, but i if I could you know start over again it would be more in the niched area and really trying to discover a pain or problem in a particular market talking to those people taking a very lean approach just really focused you know almost like a focus group type of effort to create something perfect for that market and then have it spread from there and even though you're targeting less amount of people overall, you're going to be more authoritative. You're going to have a solution that's just right, just for them, and they're probably willing going to be. They're probably willing to pay more as a result of that as well. So, Steve, thank you so much for your question. And Ask Pat T-shirt will be headed your way. You'll get an email from either myself or one of my assistants to help you with that. Thank you so much. If those of you listening have a question, head on over to Ask Pat. You can ask right there on the webpage. Um, Thank you so much for listening. FreshBooks is the sponsor for this particular episode. FreshBooks, I can't thank you enough for being an amazing sponsor and also providing just an amazing solution for a huge pain. You know, FreshBooks did it. Uh, FreshBooks created a huge solution for a huge pain that we all have, which is managing our finances and being able to really and just so easily, very conveniently, one click to see an overall snapshot of our business, to see all the transactions, to create expense reports and, you know, all this stuff, invoices, just everything we need in our business right there on FreshBooks. So get started as soon as you can so you can start focusing on your business and not on trying to figure out all the finances, you know, or catch up. So. Head on over to getfreshbooks.com. Put an Ask Pat in the How'd You Hear About Us section. You can try FreshBooks free for 30 days. Thank you so much. And my quote of the day here comes from Mary Kay Ash. And she said, Ideas are a dime a dozen. People who implement them are priceless. And she's absolutely right. I mean, how, how is an idea helping somebody? They're not. You have to put stuff into action and take action to make those ideas become a reality, to actually help people. And the more you help people, the more reward and success will come your way. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset